Welcome to Catatonic, your weekly dose of Crypto Kitties news and gossip. Here's one of your hosts, Jody. Hi, this is Jody. I run kitty411.com and welcome to Catatonic. This is episode one of 100. Um, and with me today is my co host, Alan. Hello, Jody, and hello to all of our listeners. Um, very excited to have you with us on this journey. Uh, this is episode one of 100. It's our limited edition podcast. So you've gotten in on the ground floor. Good for you. Um, I am Alan. I'm also known as Alan Falcon on Discord and on Twitter. And I'm co-creator of the breeding calculator that hopefully you've used, kittycalc.co, which helps you find and breed the perfect kitties. And I'm also an artist for a website that really excites me. It's It lets you buy and apply accessories for your crypto kitties, um, which is really fun, right? Because it basically lets any kitty you have become fancy, which is <laughs> relevant for today's topic. <laughs> and uh, I'm super excited because on this first show, we have a special guest, and she also happens to be one of Kitty Hats's best customers. <laughs> uh, Lucy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So this is Lucy, also known as Lucy in the Sky. I am a fancy chaser, and I've been playing CK since December. Welcome. We're really glad to have you. I think your voice is going to be um, very helpful for us because our main topic of conversation today is going to be fancies, and you have a lot more experience breeding fancies than the rest of us. So I look forward to hearing what you have to say about it. Now it's time for news and gossip. Jody, what have you got for us? Well, the big thing for me that happened this week that I thought was so exciting was the Night Kitties. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, yes. For those who don't know about the Night Kitties, they are exclusive kitties, which means they cannot be bred. They are just simply released and they cannot ever be repeated. So there were 11 Night Kitties released and there will only ever be 11 in the game. And these Night Kitties were given to CryptoKitties moderators. And moderators are just community members who have been volunteering their time to help out with the community and onboarding new players. They help a lot in Discord and other things behind the scenes. So they've been putting in a lot of hours since CryptoKitties started. Yes. And they were um, rewarded in a very big way by the a very developers. big way. <laughs> and they're just the cutest of all the kitties. I think they're possibly my favorite. Oh. I, I definitely love them. Cat Catthina probably just holds a little bit of an edge, maybe <laughs> only because there's just one of her. But one of the very cool things about Night Kitty is each of the bios is unique, and it references the yes. mod that it was given to. Oh, so cool to have that personaliz personalization forever. Oh, that's amazing. Forever. Yeah, no, it's it's such an incredible gift. Very well-deserved. Um, good on... Axiom, uh, I think I think it's an awesome idea. I think it was well done, um, and yeah, I'm envious. I want one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, one of the very very cool things about them, as from a collector's point of view, is the ID numbers. Those They're are so kitty low. number one hundred one oh, through one eleven. Yes. Yeah. What are jaguars? Jaguars are one through a hundred. Well, I guess Genesis is one. Yeah, numbers two through one hundred are are the founder kitties. Founder kitties, and then Genesis the night is one. I think Genesis has actually counted as a founder as well. Right. 
Yeah, and so then the Night Kitties. The and then there's a big gap all the way through 500, I think. And um, Derpy, I believe, has 111, which makes me so Well-deserved, yeah. yes. Yes, it's it's a great ID number to have. So what else? What else is um, happening this week? Dog Cat was released. Oh, yeah. Dog Cat was is kind of both a fancy and kind of an exclusive too. So yeah, it's really interesting, right? Yeah, tell us about that. Well, so the Crypto Kitties team decided they wanted to try to introduce fancies in a new way besides doing the Twitter hints, and they said that was based on community feedback. And so what they did was they actually created a bunch of dog cats at Gen Zero that all had the same eight traits and then differing eye colors. And they basically said, hey, try to figure out the recipe. Here's the only hint that you're going to get. And so then everybody (laughs) kind of looked at the eight common traits. And a lot of people went a little bit crazy thinking that they might all be required uh, (laughs) for the recipe. As it turned out. Yeah. That that would be very intense. I don't I, I don't think the first one would have been bred by now. But I might be underestimating these guys because they bred all eighty eight after discovering that there were five traits required, uh, two of which were very new, um, and originally it looked like they were going to breed seventy two of them, and then they had sixteen that they were going to give away. But then the first sixteen cats disappeared from the game. And all of the ID numbers shifted down for the bread kitties, and 88 of them were born. And then, like you said, there a new kitty appeared that was a golden version of the dog cat, and that one is listed as an exclusive at Gen Zero. And so those ones, they've said, are going to be given away eight to influencers in China, and then eight to the community, which we're assuming means the existing community, or us, um, and actually, they were asking on Twitter for ideas about how they might give those away, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I'm excited to find out what, uh, how they'll be given away, when they'll be given away. I imagine it will be soon. So maybe we'll yes. have news on that next week and um, we'll find out who got them, hopefully. And hopefully it'll be us. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I would not be opposed. Oh, <laughs> okay, so how, why, why dog kitties? Oh, it's the year of the dog. So ah. in the Lunar New Year, or I guess every lunar year in Chinese culture has um, an animal that kind of represents that year. And then all the children born in that year are considered kind of that animal. So I'm half Chinese. My mom is Chinese. So I am a tiger. And so Ooh. I have certain traits, I guess, that go along with being a tiger. <laughs> And different okay. people that I get along with based on what kind of animal they are in the Chinese zodiac. So this is the year of the dog. Um, so they, <laughs> to honor that, they made a dog cat. I see. And they're very specifically focused on China right now because... Oh, because the app is being released tomorrow or the launch. I guess it's probably the mobile app. And I'm hoping, I'm assuming there will be a website that's translated into Chinese, just like our website, but... With Chinese. Uh-huh. And then we're also assuming that we're going to get the Dragon Fancy released tomorrow and maybe another fancy too. There was something they... in the newsletter. Yeah. Of it there was an outline that didn't look like the Dragon Fancy. It didn't look like no. the Luck Cat. It looked like a brand new 
maybe a fortune telling kitty or something. Yes, and there were a couple of hints along those lines. Something wicked this way comes, yes. maybe, and 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 something about seeing the future, maybe, was kind of hinted mm-hmm. at. So that, that's a brand new and exciting fancy, and that we won't be able to breed it until Thursday. So I'm assuming it'll mm. require a brand new trait. Okay. Oh, so a lot of new fancies coming around the bend here. Yeah. Are you going to chase uh, any of them? <laughs> um, I cannot afford that. <laughs> Me neither. And I do have some cloud white wingtips in case Maneki Neko needs it. And nice. I have some cloud white calicools. So I'm hoping that those will at least be some pieces to that recipe. Yeah, they showed the artwork and, and the artwork yes. definitely appeared to have uh, cloud white wingtips and the calico. Indeed. Speaking of beautiful kitties, mm-hmm. we just wrapped up our international beauty page- kitty beauty pageant at um, my website, Kitty411. We had a kind of a two-week beauty pageant contest where everyone could submit their most beautiful kitty and their country of origin. So wherever these players were playing, they would submit where they were living. And so we got kitties from all of, from 40 countries, 40 different That's countries. That's crazy. I was not expecting it to be that big. We had so many people participating. And I found wow. out, I didn't know Derpy was in the Netherlands. So that was fun <laughs> to find out. Um, anyway, we had all these kitties and then uh, we had, we selected the prettiest kitty from each country. And that kitty was Miss Kitty Russia or Miss Kitty USA. And then we had 12 finalists that got to answer pageant questions. And, that was really fun. Oh, they were so fun. That was my favorite part of the whole thing. I didn't very, expect it to be Very creative answers. Yeah. As it was. And our ultimate winner, based on judges' scores and a poll, we uh, crowned Miss Kitty England as the most beautiful oh, kitty. She really was. She was amazing, and she's wearing her beautiful gold medal now, so you can see her in, in the Real Crypto Kitties website in the marketplace. If you look up Kitty 505689, you will see Miss England wearing her gold medal that she won from our contest. Um, Make sure that by, you've downloaded yes, yes. <laughs> Kitty the Kitty Hats extension. Um, there, there's a link on, on my website. Uh, we can throw in a le- link on the podcast website as well so that you can get that extension. And um, I just want to read a quick excerpt from miss england's uh answers all right she uh, she talks about her talents and interests and she talks about them she mentions the different of her nine lives that she's gone through and she says <laughs> as you may have noticed by now in my present life the seventh i like to daydream a lot which i just thought was really cute so <laughs> it was very kitty like yes that's a lot of fun. And then um, in Club 100 news, and for those of you who don't know, Club 100 is a very inclusive club where anybody can join. The only requirement is that you have a Generation 100 kitty, which is a lot of fun to get to. And then you put the name Club 100 in the kitty's name. So you give it a real name and then put Club 100 in there. And we use the little 100 emoji that exists. You can find it on a lot of kitties at Generation 100. And we have we have 23 out of 24 Club 100 members. And the reason 24 is significant is because we're going to do special kitty trading cards. It's something you've been asking for, Jody. Yes. <laughs> if these and are collectibles. They need trading cards. That's right. 
That's right. And so the first 24 members of Club 100 are going to get a trading card commemorating their position as founders of Club 100. And we're going to give them a little bit of a unique bio, talk about what makes each kitty so special. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm really looking forward to sharing that with the community. But we need one more member as of this recording. Uh, It might be full by the time you're hearing this, but if it's not um, you can ask on Discord, and uh, a few members there have the running tally. Everybody is waiting for that number 24 to be born. Woohoo. Oh, and guess what? We have a horoscope today. No. Yes. That's awesome. Okay. So we have a kitty horoscope for all the kitties that were born today. Um, and I want to give a special shout out to that word chick. She's the one who read the stars for us and provided an accurate <laughs> reading of a horoscope for your kitties. Fantastic. If your kitty was born on this fortuitous day, it will be an excellent hunter of dust motes and leaves, but very bad at driving stick shift. (laughs) Kitties born today are especially adept at finding clearance sales. They adore Thai food and they always have a spare key when you need them. Wow, I need to have a kitty born today. (laughs) (laughs) So hopefully, and what is today? The 6th of March. So check your kitties. Thank you, That Word Chick, for providing that for us. Yes, and that's all of the news and gossip that we have for this week. And, you know, make sure you stay subscribed and we'll have more news and gossip next week. Time now for the Soapbox. This is the part of the show where each of us gets to stand up, tell the world what we've been doing in and around the game, and anything else that we feel the need to announce. Jody, you're up first. Well, this week I have just spent the time looking at my beautiful kitties and enjoying them for who they are. (laughs) I haven't really been breeding them so much, so I just spent a few dollars on adorable kitties that I will keep forever. And um, I'm waiting I'm waiting for a few more weeks before I chase after anything. So what about you, Alan? What are you doing? I've been a little bit more busy recently. Uh, first of all, I want to talk about something that's really cool. That's an idea that you actually came up with. And that's having a podcast kitty line. Oh, because yeah. Catatonic is a limited edition podcast. You're listening to episode number one of 100. And so Jody had the idea, what if we bred a new kitty every week and the generation of the kitty would increase by one every week and it would follow the episode numbers until we got a new kitty into club 100 that Mm -hmm. belonged to the catatonic podcast. And I love that idea so much. I think it's a lot of fun. So, um, I have a generation one kitty and it's going to be podcast kitty number one. Uh, that kitty ID is five, three, six, three, six, zero, but we're going to have a link to that in the show notes at catatonic catatonicpodcast.com so you can go there take a look at the kitty click to see it um and let us know what you think and then you'll be able to actually follow that bloodline all the way through until episode number 100 generation number 100 that's gonna be a lot of fun i think i'm so excited we will have plenty of time to breed out all the traits we don't like and breed in all the beautiful traits that we do and have lots of hiccups and mistakes in between (laughs) it'll be a lot of fun yes it's going to be a really great bloodline i'm really looking forward to that and and um yeah generation 100 you know is kind of my thing so get getting there naturally is going to be a lot of fun (gasps) yes to have the whole line beautiful 
Um, and in the meantime, I'm still breeding other high generation kitties, and I'm really excited because Slab Mason was kind enough to let me actually breed with his 64 diamond <gasps> no. bloodline. And so oh, wow. I currently have a bun in the oven that has the potential <gasps> to give me, I think it's a Gen 96, might be a giant Gen eight 97, diamonds? with somewhere between six to eight diamonds. <gasps> no way! And I'm going to try my hardest to create the very first eight diamond Club 100 kitty. Uh, it's going to take a little while, um, but it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I'll keep you updated on that. And that's the thing. Oh, man. That's something I'm really excited about. That is really exciting. And then, I love this. Yes. I love that Club 100 has like a fan, a couple fancies. Doesn't it have a fuzzy yes. cat? And that people are really trying to hit that 100 with a really awesome cat. Yeah, and we I got a Nagato. So we got, we just recently got a duck cat. And, um, nice. yeah, and so having an eight diamond kitty there is going to be really great if I can actually pull that off. And that'll be fun <laughs> for all the trading cards because they'll each have something significant about them that, that really makes them noteworthy. That's right. Well, maybe not all of them, but <laughs> well, hopefully there'll be enough people trying to. Well, we'll list. Cool. We'll list the, the failures as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll embrace them. It's an inclusive group. It's a very inclusive group. We'll find something lovable about each kitty. And then one other thing that happened this week, uh, in the past couple of days, is the new Catribute Cyan came out. It was the middle of the night, yes. and um, I believe it was. Cherry Clary, who immediately bought the very first one, uh, held on to it, of course, didn't breed it. And so that diamond is probably lost for the ages, <laughs> um, which is not the exciting part. But um, in Discord, the second one went up for sale and Pranked bought it immediately. And he said, Alan, who do I breed this with? And he linked me all of his Gen Zeros. And then we just started having a breeding frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> oh fun. Yes, and and it was it was all of us in Discord giving advice about what kind of traits he should try to breed in and get cyan on. And oh, so he bred his Gen Zero several times and he could not get a gener generation 1 cyan. Oh. Um but he did get one that had a recessive R1 gene, um which means that it has a chance to have a cyan yeah. child even though it does have one itself, doesn't have that trait itself. Right. And um, so I found, I actually used the mutation matchup tool at kitty411.com, found him nice. the perfect Gen 1 to breed that with, and said, have a go. And he managed to hit a Generation 2 uh, Cyan Kitty off of that recessive gene, which wow. was really great. So it, so Cyan went from Generation 0 to Generation 2, and then he, he kept breeding it a little bit. And then someone said, hey, why don't you get a Cyan into Club 100? And... Nice. That was just such a great idea. I had to had to be a part of it. And I just yeah. happened to have a Gen 98 kitty ready to breed. So I put in a very quick breed. And then within 30 minutes, I gave birth to what's now my second favorite Gen 99 in the game. <laughs> Sassy Spice. She's, oh, she's a henna. She's kind of silvery colored. Um, I really like her. And she's got Twilight Sparkle Sass eyes, which are nice. some of my favorite eyes in the game. Um, and then I said, all right, Pranked, let's do this. And so uh, he actually sired with her with a cyan kitty, and they created the most amazing 
Gen 100. I've said that a few <laughs> times in my life now, but this is a, a Ganado ragdoll with gray matter body, and then it has these uh, red diamonds. They're scarlet and with emerald green, and and most importantly, she got the cyan wingtip, wing, wingtip's wing eyes at Gen 100. And so, oh, congratulations, Pranked. That is a beautiful kitty, and what's really, really fun about it is we have a Gen 100 Cyan before we ever had a Gen 1 Cyan <laughs> in the game. And that I think that's perfect. I think that's both a first and something that's probably going to remain a first for a very long time. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Pranked, because I know you spent a lot of ETH just breeding like, like a madman, uh, kind of for our entertainment. <laughs> So for part of the show, Jody, we want to make sure that we engage with our listeners, uh, assuming you guys are out there. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> we we want to know that you're out there. And so what we've actually done is set up a listener question voicemail line. This is something if you pick up your phone, you can dial a phone number and, you know, leave a message at the beep. <laughs> actually, So just tell us your name and leave us a quick question. Just you know, keep it under a couple of minutes, and we'll actually uh, pick some of our favorite questions, play them on the show, and answer your questions. So write this down, save it into your phone, favorite it. And anytime during the week they can call, right? That's right, exactly. Uh, if you're if you're driving home and you have a great question, pull over to the side of the road, <laughs> pull out your phone, and you're going to dial one two zero nine seven six four. 5492. And I'll give that number again at the end of this little pitch, but uh, you're going to dial that phone number. It's going to ask you to leave your name in question. Go ahead and leave that at the beep. And, you know, if we like it, we'll play it here during the during the show. And Jody, we actually already have our first question. Wonderful. Yes. And this comes from Jordan. And again, Jordan called 1-209-764-5492. Hi, uh, my name is Jordan. I'm calling from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I wanted to know what you thought of um, the direction where the game is heading right now. Um, how do you feel? How do you, what do you think of limited edition fancies and how that's changing the market? Um, thank you. Bye. That's a great question, Jordan. Uh, and very, very timely, right, Jody? Yeah, we have Lucy here today as a guest on our show, and she knows all about fancies. She's great at chasing those fancies. So she'll have some really great insights for us. Should we just jump into our main topic and answer Jordan's question as part of that? That seems like exactly the thing we should do. So let's go ahead and do that. So our main topic today is fancies. We figured we should cover this right off the bat because it's kind of looking like it might be our last chance to really talk about them while they're at all relevant. I don't know. I might be I might be a little bit harsh. What do you guys think? It's definitely changed the whole fancy chasing element to this game for sure. I and mean, you could see in the very first week people went nuts breeding all those fancies their limits. You know, even fancies like the duck cat that 
no one no one cared about for the longest time. <laughs> People are breeding it like crazy right now yeah. on purpose. <laughs> it was amazing. Duck Cat was always the one that like, oh, did I really mix Simric and Tongue? Oops. <laughs> and sometimes you actually wanted the Simric and Tongue cat over exactly. the Duck Cat. <laughs> Um, maybe we should back up a little bit and actually talk about what fancies are or what they have been traditionally. Um, and then also what it's like to chase after them. And I'm really glad that you're with us for this, Lucy, because I did a little bit of fancy chasing back in December. And uh, Jody, did you ever really chase fancies? No, I've never chased fancies. Yeah, so um, I'd really love to hear your perspective. But let's let's quickly go over, Jody. what is a fancy? Well, a fancy cat is really just a cat with a certain combination of traits that has, um, once those traits are combined in a certain cat, they can combine, they can create a kitty with very special artwork. And and we call those, those combinations recipes. Yes. Recipes, or some people call them formulas, okay. I think. But all it is, is really um, mm -hmm. the developers decide on, let's say, four traits that will turn into a fancy cat. And mm. for a while, you know, it's just a complete mystery. Just people would stumble upon it and we would all be trying to figure out, well, okay, what do they breed together? What's in this cat that creates this new artwork cat? So there are, you know, there are different fancy cats for holidays. For example, we have the Santa Claus fancy. It's a kitty that's dressed up like Santa Claus and a Dracula fancy. And they're just different looking um, kitties and the duck cat is one that's like a half duck and half kitty <laughs> and now we right. have the dog cat which is a dog we and a do. kitty we have the dog cat for a limited time and that's that's been the big change right originally fancies were just something that you could always go for and then they suddenly announced all fancies are limited uh lucy what what change what did that change mean to you as a breeder of fancies well to me it meant that it, I had a lot less time to hit. <laughs> so uh, it's been a little bit harder now with the cap because a lot of people start racing for it. And then you got a lot of people that are doing like fancy factories and just, you know, breeding out their fancies and mm -hmm. hitting like, you know, 30, 50, I've seen 75 fancies on wow. some. So it kind of, um, it's kind of like a race now. And so I noticed like, for example, with Tabby, that we had like two days until it capped. That is so, crazy. Yeah, so I think I slept like four hours oh, and no. I bred straight through. Oh. And I only hit one tabby, oh, which my gosh. was still oh, that great was, to that hit. That was right at the end too, right? That was at the very end. It was oh. like less than 10 before the end. 241, wow. I believe, wow. out of 250. I, I know so. Louie was trying to make it and he completely failed. He oh. spent a lot of time. He called out sick from work. Because he saw how quickly they were being bred, and wow. he just never hit one. <laughs> Did you know how much they're selling for right now? Um, I uh, I actually don't. I need to check the floor on them, but I know the Yuri floor was somewhere around 0.5, which is also like a 250 cap. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I got to check the tabby floor. Was that right back now. when it was possible to breed Yuri, or was that even afterwards? Um. I would say it was probably after the cap. Okay. Um, but regardless, like I had a hard time with Yuri even before the cap was announced um, that I was just like not hitting hmm. and I had really good breeders. So it was kind of, I don't know if it was harder to hit that fancy or if it was just, you know, the luck of the draw because some people were hitting like five Yuri's, you know? 
Yeah. Um, and so, but I, I think that the cap on the fancies really made it more of like a race. And so now people are literally just trying to breed as much as they can until that cap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just gives us like a few days per fancy now. So it's not that much time. Whereas I could still breed do cats up until before that cap. You know, yeah. do cats like came out when like December. Is that correct? Yeah, they were really the early first, on. if not think, the first. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to say they were the first fancy, but yeah, not a hundred percent on it. Hmm. They certain they certainly were the easiest because they only required two traits, and they're the only fancy that had that simple requirement. Um, they, I, I can imagine that the developers wanted us to stumble upon that pretty quickly. Uh, just so that we could see that that was a thing yeah. that existed in the game. What an interesting fancy to choose as the first fancy, though. <laughs> you know, it worked for me. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I think if Santa had been the one that was super easy to make, people wouldn't like him either. I, I, could I was just really confused. I was like, what is happening with that cat? <laughs> <laughs> the, the cats are turning into yeah. the ducks. <laughs> when I started the game, I remember the Duke Hat was actually one of the first fancies I bought. And it was because it said rare bird on it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is like a rare card. And little did I know it was the most (laughs) popular. (laughs) There was like over a thousand of them when I looked at the marketplace. Uh, But, you know, being a new player, I was like, oh, wow. I better buy this fast before someone else does. (laughs) Uh, That's that's crazy. So, Jody, what do you think about the fancy limits that we have? Is it a good change or a bad change? I don't know. It's it feels like it's a little early to tell for sure, but I I think it's overall a good change. I think for a while fancies were kind of losing that spark because, you know, everyone knew mm-hmm. how to get them and everyone could get them. Um and so I don't feel like many people were collecting them or excited about them. And so I really feel like the caps bring that back and make these valuable special kitties. The downside is that it, you know, it just it's such it's so limited now to a certain number of players Mm -hmm. and most of the rest of us you know our hopes of creating our own fancy are more or less evaporated at this point um even with the duck cat we can't even get that anymore so it's kind of a double-edged sword Mm -hmm. lucy as someone who was you know breeding a lot of fancies before this change um what are what are your thoughts is it a good change or a bad change um Well, I mean, personally, I like the cat because I think it might give a little bit more value to some of the fancies. Mm -hmm. Um, As far as breeding, I, you know, it depends on the fancy because again, like some fancies for me have just been real easy to hit like Mr. Perfect, whereas some I've really struggled with like Yuri and Tabby. And I don't know if it's because the cap is a lot smaller, Um, Mm. but it could be because, you know, I only have like two days. Yeah, that doesn't give you a lot of time to put together good breeders. It doesn't. And then, you know, there's a lot of people that race for the good breeders. So, you know, it becomes limited. And also a lot of the fancy recipes require like one of the new traits. Mm -hmm. And so the new traits are sometimes harder to come by. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that kind Mm -hmm. of, you know, makes it a little bit harder to breed out. And so, for example, like this dog cat, you know, required periwinkle. And Periwinkle um, was a mutated, I believe you had to mutate two traits, Miss Muffet and Azalea Blush, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong. And Miss Muffet, for a while, nobody had any for sale on the market. 
So it was really hard to, you know, get that one trait that was required for this fancy. So by now, you know, you see the market's flooded with some Periwinkle and Miss Muffet. But when it first started, it was very limited people that had that trait. Yeah, and also Sweet Melon Cakes, right? That was also brand new? Yeah, that, that was another new one. So basically what's happened is a new player never has any chance whatsoever of hitting one of these fancies, right? Because not only does it require the brand new traits, which they're unlikely to have because they're very expensive uh, as soon as they're brand new, but it requires an older trait usually, which they're unlikely to have because they're a new player. Uh, and they have and 48 hour window. Start. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. A lot of ETH to start because a lot of times we're not hundred percent sure on the traits that these fancies are. So we're guessing. So for example, mm -hmm. I remember Ernie, um, I had like two pages of Ernie breeders because I wasn't hundred percent sure on the traits and they did, I pretty sure they dropped the first hint on a Friday and then do the next one till a Tuesday. So it left me with like five days of uh. empty breeding. <laughs> so by the time I knew all the traits, you know, my ether was limited. Overall, I really like the uh, the cap on the fancies. I think that's a positive change overall, but I think it needs to be complemented with another way of playing for the people who can't do fancy chasing. So I like that the fancy chasing seems to suit the fancy chasers better and it gives them an opportunity to really recover that money that they put into it and the time and effort because they hold their value better and you know they're going to hold their value for longer because there's a cap on it. Is that the main thing that you think is is the positive is is what it does for the value? Yeah, I do. And the excitement of it. Mm -hmm. I think there's something fun about racing and about it being new and the discovery of it. So I I I think there are a lot of good things about it, um, but I do think it really does need to be complemented with something for the other 99% of players in yeah. order, you know, there's got to be other avenues for these players to play. And um, right now, you know, the fancies are, are kind of one of the very few ways to play. I mean, I guess you can, you know, go after rare traits or, or combinations. There are lots of different ways to play, but the fancy is the most obvious direct route that the CryptoKitties developers have laid out for us mm -hmm. you know that's the the gameplay and the, and the fancy is also kind of a reward for having those low generation traits right because yes. now you can create breeders that are faster than other players but i guess that still applies now so okay here's another question for you what happens when dog cat gets bred out and there are no more fancies left Oh, well, see, the interesting thing, I think, is that there are still lots of fancies undiscovered right now. Absolutely. And they're, they're ones that aren't linked to a holiday or anything, so they can mm -hmm. sit there for years if they have to, waiting to be discovered. But because we know how the genes work, no one's really going after those undiscovered fancies. Uh, and how, how do mm. you go after those undiscovered fancies? It seems like a needle in a haystack. Right. So, Lucy, do you like the Twitter hint system that they've been using to kind of give us clues as to some of these fancies that are available? I love it. And, you know, I've actually stressed out to the CK team that my favorite thing is the four hints in one day. Oh, yeah. They um, did that for Valentine's. You know, I noticed that with the dog cat, they're trying to, you know, get people to just infer the traits off mm -hmm. the genes of the fancy, which is cool, too. You know, there's different ways of playing. Um, my favorite, though, is the 
four hints in one day because it kind of it kind of gives us like a game to play right and it gives us something exciting to like hype about and do and uh, you know when it was spread out like for example ernie the first hint on friday and then the next hint on tuesday it just you know our ether runs dry our hype dies down a little bit everybody gets in kind of like a little bit of a bad mood. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas when you get four in one night, it's like, oh my God, let's just, you know, let's see what the next one is. And then let's all just race for it. So I kind of like getting all the hints, but you know. And even just telling people when the next hint is coming, gives someone something to look forward to. So even if there were Mm -hmm. four spread over four days and you just know, okay, every day at 7 p.m. I get my new, I get my new hint. And also how you guys were talking about just basically the way the fancies are played. If we could get more, like, I don't think the CK team would ever let us go for like a week or two without giving us some kind of hints or clues or something towards another fancy. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're really into the fancy chase as well and that they're always going to kind of you know, motivate us to keep playing this game. And I, I like that. It gives us something fun to look forward to. So if they gave us a new fancy, say, every week, and then, you know, it was bred out in a few days, um, then I guess we'd, we'd be looking at about 50 new fancies a year or more. And maybe if people find some of the uh, hidden fancies that are laying there undiscovered and unhinted at. Um, is that a good number? What do you guys think? I like that. I've been building my fancy collection and I think it's a lot of fun to have one of each card. Um, So, you know, 50 in a year, that means like in two years time, we could have like a hundred fancies on our page. I like that. Yeah. I think that's a good number. I think it could be more, you know, a little bit less is okay too, but that, that sounds pretty good to me. What do you guys think about the golden dragon fancy hints that we kind of got in the latest latest email? Um, they weren't explicit hints like they've been giving us on Twitter where they tell us this is a hint. But they, right. they said a lot of things that people are taking as hints. And I wonder how many of them were just misinterpreting or <laughs> yeah. if we're going to go on wild goose chases once Dog Cat is done. Oh, I've, al- I've already prepped myself for that wild goose chase. <laughs> um, the hint leaned towards like, either royal blue or royal mm-hmm. purple, and then a stiff upper lip, which I defined as some others defined as dolly. So I just went ahead and got a royal purple dolly, Gen 3 Swift, just in case, you know. Uh-huh. It was cheap on market. It was like 0.01 or something. So I was like, you know, might as well have it in my collection. And yeah. that's another thing that I really like to do when people are fancy chasing. They get, they really start to like, just let stuff go really cheap that's not needed. And the Uh thing is, if something is not needed now, that doesn't mean it's not needed later. So a lot of people are throwing away cards that, you know, I'm picking up like .003 and stuff that are like Gen 3s. And I'm like, come on, like they have a lot of other solid traits (laughs) that we can reuse as later. So, I mean, I literally, I've been picking up everything off the marketplace right now because I don't have enough ETH to chase the dog cat. Um, so I'm just, you know, looking for some good deals and there's a lot of them out there. Yeah. So the argument might be made that fancies are helping new players by creating a lot of inexpensive, but not bad cats that they can pick up on the market. Absolutely. Hmm. If you look at the cheapest cats on market right now, there's, you know, there's some good deals 
And there's really pretty cats too. There are really yeah. pretty. Oh, the failed ninjas are so yeah, beautiful. Yeah, all the failed ninjas. I picked up a failed ninja the other day. It was Norwegian sass too, and I was like, nice. "Come on, yeah, yeah. so nice." <laughs> I've I've picked up like four failed ninjas just because they're beautiful, and I love the way they look. <laughs> and they were like three bucks, and I was like, "Ah, I've got I've got some pretty ninjas." Was that yeah. the point zero zero two ones from yesterday? Because I saw all those were gone, yes. and I was like, "Man." Yeah. That you, I got well I got two of those I wish I had gotten a few more but um there was so many I was were, like was, I really should just yeah, be thinking about pro I think that was just he was just shedding all of his just done with just... these yeah so I think maybe my favorite favorite thing about the limited fancies is now we get to see uh sass onyx wolf gray hennas on the market because mm-hmm. they're really nice looking kitties they are agreed what do you think Alan overall Good thing, bad thing. Uh, okay. Overall, I think it is mostly not a good thing. <laughs> um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the way everything went down, where it was just, hey, by the way, all yeah. of a sudden, every fancy that we've been releasing for the past three months that people have been building up components for and expecting would continue to be available through the lifetime of the game are very limited. And then what happened was people just started bringing them like crazy. And if you, you know, if you were on vacation for a week, maybe you came back and you have a whole bunch of cloud white, scarlet, uh, bearded kitties with, you know, now mm-hmm. you can't use them for the purpose right. you bought them for. And I would have loved some warning, basically. <laughs> I, I was surprised that they applied it to all the past fancies. I thought yeah. that they would maybe do it moving forward or maybe pick mm-hmm. a few different fancies that they wanted to be really special and limited. But the the all-fancy limit was uh, was a surprise to me. Yeah, it's the retroactive change that makes it something that I overall kind of disliked how, how it happened. Um, I agree completely with the idea that the limited fancies has created this frenzy and it's created a lot of fun, and it's created a lot of value for all of the fancies uh, out there. Um, but I kind of look at it as a situation where that's benefited, you know, 10, 15 players and left the rest of the player base a little bit out in the cold. Although you guys bring up a great point about uh, all these beautiful cheap cats coming on the marketplace. So <laughs> definitely need to take all that into consideration, too. But mostly it was the fact that they changed things that had been established. Although the interesting thing is that I never chased fancies even when they were unlimited. And the reason Mm -hmm. I didn't do it was because they didn't have much value. So, you know, if I would spend the money to invest in breeders and get a fancy and then over the course of a few months, it was worth the same as any other cat, then what's the point? You know, it doesn't feel special. Yeah, there was a definite problem there. I I bred... um, a little bit by accident and a little bit on purpose, a uh, Gen 2 mistletoe. And then I was like, this is really great. I checked the market. I was like, wow, this is really expensive. I'm going to try to sell it. And as soon as I did, someone undercut me. And then basically I watched the price drop and drop and drop and drop from $500 down to, I eventually sold it for 120 bucks because I was just tired of looking at it. And I just looked at it and I said, wow, this is just, going to become more and more common um i better just get what i can while i can and then of course a couple weeks later they were all limited and that was a terrible (laughs) idea but um i'm not i'm I'm honestly not bitter about the fact that that happened um because I, i i see what they're going for and you know 
it would have been nice if I had a Gen 2 mistletoe that, you know, held its value or that I could expect to hold its value. So it's great now that all of those fancies have scarcity going for them. Um, But I do feel for newer players who still want to breed fancies. um, And I think it's a really tough thing. I think it's an incredibly tough, tough thing that they're trying to solve a lot of problems or not necessarily problems. They're just trying to make the game more fun for us. And I really appreciate that they're trying to do that. Um, So it's definitely a tough thing. I'm really curious what would happen if they made like if they really incorporated different elements into fancies, like what if they made a fancy that could only be a Gen 20 or higher? And so all the cats that were trying to breed the fancy were catatonic mm-hmm. or maybe now make you a fancy. breed two fancies together uh, like crazy to yes, create a and, fancy farm. And it's over in two days. But if everyone right. had to wait a week, then it would take <laughs> a lot longer. Or, you know, maybe do a fancy that doesn't require these brand new traits. Maybe do some of the old discontinued traits or some of the traits that no one likes. Maybe it could be a really ugly fancy and have baby puke and crazy <laughs> eyes and all those things that people don't like. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, I don't know. And and there is some danger there every time they try something new. There's always a con to it and people are upset about it and it would be interesting to see yeah. what the negatives would be to that. So I'm not necessarily suggesting that, but it would be interesting to see if there would be some way to allow these other players to participate as well um, but it, it is just tough to, to strike that balance because you don't want a new player coming in and getting so excited about bringing a fancy and then have that value just plummet overnight. Mm-hmm. That's not a but, good game experience. But what about the new player who shows up today and and sees a Santa cat and does a Google search and finds an old article and starts trying right. to read it without yeah. realizing what that it's, limited. it's not possible. Well, they do have the numbers on them. so They do if they click, if the, they if they click and they look at that and they... But all they will see if they just look at it is, you know, 530 of a thousand. They, they might not realize that, that they're know, all done. They're all done. Yeah. Yeah. The retroactive stuff is tough. You don't want to mess yeah. with that too much. You know, I think I kept reading my foozies and stitches even after I capped. So I, I can see the problem there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what kind of fancies do you guys want to see? Oh. I want to see. Oh, no, I have an answer. I would like to see a Kitty 411 fancy. There you yeah. go. <laughs> it would have a gold uh, medal around its neck. Oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know. I'd probably just want it to look just like Cookie, but then it really wouldn't be a fancy. <laughs> well, so all of the fancies kind of start with a Kitty as a base. You see Kitty traits pop up. And what's kind of fun about fancies, really, is you can see Kitty traits that haven't yet been released. And originally, we didn't really think to look for them. But, you know, Shipcat has Neckbeard, and um, Dracula has a version of Love Me, and I think uh, Stitches has... Was it a version of Yokel or Starstruck? So yeah. and Fuzzy Cat had that third eye. Yes, that, that well, was... yeah, <laughs> it was kind of trioculus like. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting that we can look at fancies and get clues as to unreleased traits, or at least we can make inferences. And have something to look forward to. I think that's a big deal. We always need to have something to look forward to, whether it's a new fancy or a new trait or an event, I think that's really important to get to keep people playing. Yeah, and even after they've stopped introducing new traits because Kitty Calc, or Kitty Calc, Kitty Clock runs out in November, um, then they can continue introducing new fancies, 
and maybe it'll feel more fair then because there won't be new traits involved and everyone will kind of be on an equal playing ground you know yeah. you have the opportunity to have collected every trait in the game by now so if you don't have the one that's required you know it's your own fault <laughs> and also uh one thing that i noticed that's really helpful is when a new trait comes out you know it's put at a very high price uh-huh. if you wait about two days three days it's put at such a low price people panic sell so mm. you're finding these traits gen one gen two gen three for really low prices about three days later. So, and then after that, when the trade is required for something, the prices skyrocket back up. Hmm. So a good time to pick up, I think, is um, just a couple days after it's released because that's when the price goes the lowest. Interesting. From what I see. I started doing like a timeline. Every time a new trade or fancy comes out, I record what day it is. And I'm curious if there's some sort of pattern with kind of how often traits come out and then how often, you know, the, a fancy follows it up and uses that trait. I think that'd be interesting in the long term after, you know, Definitely. we get a few months of data to look back and see if we can find any patterns. So um, how many fancies do you think are out there that nobody has discovered that they're not going to hint at? Just do you have any ballpark guesses? I would guess about 10. About 10. I think I think Fuzzy Cat was the first of those, or at least maybe maybe Dracula was. It just I, I don't out of the blue. Yeah, I, I remember that day vividly. It was it was right around Christmas, and uh, everybody was going yeah. a little bit crazy in gene discussion and and general chat in Discord, uh, trying to figure out what the traits are, and just wow, look at this alien kitty! It is wild. And that was an interesting one because it had all these traits that were kind of old and established. There weren't any new traits for that one, were there? I don't, I don't think there were. But yeah, because everyone's like, oh yeah, these are easy traits. We can, we can pick these up. Um, and yeah, if you think about all the fancies that are out there sitting to, waiting to be discovered, those will all mm-hmm. use traits that are right now in the game. So the key is exactly. So the key Abby is if you're is a just new an player accident. and you love fancies maybe your best bet is to just breed cats that you like the look of try to create something unique that hasn't been done before and you could just you know get really lucky and win the lotto and that's one way that new players this is why i'm less of a fan of the twitter hints or rather i want to make sure that there's always fancies out there that can just be stumbled upon in addition to the ones that they give us hints about that would be so amazing to wake up and see that you your kitty is born and click on the little thing and bam brand new fancy oh that's got to be one of the best feelings in in the game right just i would love to enter to go and find those players who are the first ones to discover like the person who discovered elk like that was such a random situation no one saw that coming and i'm just like i want to interview that person and find out what that felt like i want to hear their story about that and i want to hear the person who discovered fuzzy cat um or stitches like all of these bizarre little (laughs) fancies that popped out if you saw stitches would you be horrified or would you be excited who knows Uh, i'd put it on the market real cheap to get rid of it something went wrong Let me tell you, those prices <laughs> fell real fast on Stitches. It's fascinating. Well, this has been... Oh, go ahead. Uh-huh. Uh, no, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, it's interesting, too, to see the traits um, that are 
Like baby puke, it's technically a really tough trait to get and very rare, but no one wants it compared to like wingtips, which is also a tier two mutations. If you look at the price difference between baby puke and wingtips, it's such a massive price difference just based on whether people like it or not. And that's cool to see. Right. And then at some point, baby puke will yeah. be needed for a fancy, and then the prices will <laughs> so go what you're 10 times what they are now. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, this has been a really fascinating discussion about fancies and their fleeting nature currently. And um, hopefully, you know, it's, it's still relevant and interesting to think about this stuff. I think things are going to continue to change. I think they're not done kind of tweaking the formula and finding something that works in this space Um, because I feel like they've gotten some really good points out of these limited fancies but I don't think that they've hit everything that they want to hit yeah Um, so I'm really interested to see where where they take things and this has been a really cool discussion trying to figure out what how we feel (laughs) about everything as it is now and and you know what we're looking forward to so thank you and thank you Lucy for joining us and for giving us all these insights yes it was it's It's been great having you on. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Well, Jody, it's been a lot of fun talking to you and very informative. Uh, But unfortunately, it's time for us to go on cool down. Yes, that's right. Uh, We'll be back next week, everyone, with another special limited edition of Catatonic. If you want to reach us during the week, you can feel free to um, reach me through kitty411.com, or you can find me on Discord, username Jody, or you can even email me at cryptokitties411 at gmail.com. And of course, you can leave us a voicemail at 1209-764-5492. Call us anytime during the week. And uh, if you want to reach me, I'm on Twitter, username at Alan Falcon. You can also find me on Discord. I'm Alan Falcon there as well. Um, Bit of a disclaimer, every opinion that we express on the show, these are just our opinions. They are not financial advice. Uh, So not investment advice, just, you know, us talking. Take it for what it's worth, which is, you know, (laughs) as much as you paid for it. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I want to say a special thank you to Monk Turner. He's provided the music for the show. He's provided uh, free music available for people to use. And we really appreciate that. I kind of like his sound. and So you'll, you'll probably be hearing a lot more of it. And, you know, thank you guys for listening. It's, it's really cool of you to tune in. And we hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, also, thank you, Axiom Zen. They created this game, CryptoKitties, that we all play and enjoy and argue about and complain about (laughs) (laughs) we love every second of it we really do and you know we wouldn't be here today as a community doing this podcast if it weren't for you so keep up the great work and especially thank you everyone for listening and tuning in we really appreciate that Um, if you want to you can subscribe to us on itunes google play or your favorite podcatcher we also would appreciate it if you rated our show With lots of stars and numbers. Um, If you want show notes and links to the topics we've discussed today, visit catatonicpodcast.com. And we will also have um, our voicemail number there for you to find. And until next week, happy breeding. 
Oh, so really, and when I'm out of sight, I'll only be alright so long as you're by my side. Shine on, Dan, you're the only light I see. Tonight it's just you and me. Cerulean. Each time I look for someone sweet, I find I've only got your company. Words won't say.